Welcome to the King, actually the Queen and the Brain podcast. I'm Natalie, the Confidence Coach, and welcome to the Virtual Hero series. Along with my wonderful Virtual Hero guests, we will be talking about virtual assistant hints and tips, as well as bits about confidence. Sit back, relax, but not too relaxed if you're driving, and enjoy the learnings, banter, and laughter from the Queen, the Brain, and all her guests. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to the Virtual Heroes. I'm Natalie King, and I am the Confidence Coach. And today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Georgia Watson, who is a copyright VA, but she specializes in publishing her own magazine. Woohoo! And I'm looking forward to hearing a bit about that. She's based in in Suffolk in a village called Saxmundham. Hopefully I pronounced that right. <laughs> Welcome, Georgia, to the Virtual Hero series. So come say hi. Hello. Thank you for having me, Natalie. How are you? It's great to have you here with us. I've known Georgia for a few years now. We sort of met at a networking event and we've worked together. We've, you know, messaged each other. And we've been trying to meet up for about a year yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. for a walk. And every time we get a date in, in mind, lockdown happens. Yeah. Three times of that. Because she doesn't live that far away from me. But enough about that. One of the one of the things that one of the reasons why I'm I'm creating this podcast is because there's a lot of misconceptions around VAs and what VAs do and whether it's a serious business or not a serious business. And this is a platform where I actually want to showcase the skill set, the, the variety of fantastic VA business owners that are out there. So my question to you is, what are some of the misconceptions that you've come up with or come against? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, oh, that's a really good question. I'm not sure, really. Um, I guess what sort of things that people are looking for or um want your services for I I particularly specialize in in copywriting so I will do any type of social media posts blog posts writing for websites press releases anything like that so mine's my skill sets are very specific um because my background's in journalism and marketing um but I think some people may think I can also do design or I can also do websites and um building those types of things but that's not where my skill set lies so I think it's just being very clear with people about what you do offer and what you don't offer um and then you can avoid any kind of misconceptions in that respect oh thank you so that's not one I've come up against people just assume you can do more than 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 you do so what do you think or what can be done to combat this type of uh, misconception yeah, I think being very specific about um, the type of services you offer. So I know, you know, some VI, VAs, they do a lot of different services. So maybe they'll do emails and they'll do, um, I don't know, they'll keep people's socials updated, but they'll also do admin and they maybe do invoicing. But if you are very specific in the types of services you offer, um, make sure you've got price lists um, and you're very clear on your website and about what you do um, just to stop any confusion. And often when I do start working with a new client, I'll send out um, a list of all the sort of all the different services that I can offer people um, and the starting prices so that it's very clear what I will do and what I can't do. 
Oh, that's, that's a good that's a good tip as well for any VAs who might be starting out or wondering how to do is make it very clear what it is that you offer. So what got you started as a VA? Because if I remember correctly, you've been doing this for quite a while now. So what got yeah. you started? Yeah, so my um, my background's in journalism. So I trained in writing, fashion and culture, which was the most amazing course. And I wish I could do it all again. Um, <laughs> I don't think they even do the course anymore. They, they just call it fashion journalism these days. Um, but yeah, so I, I trained in that. And then I did various internships at magazines um, in London and here in Suffolk. Um, and what I loved about doing my internships here in Suffolk was that I actually got to write articles that would then actually be published. Whereas in London, you're very much making tea <laughs> and doing biscuit <laughs> runs. Um, so yeah, I kind of decided that regional journalism was where I wanted to go down because I feel like I could make a real difference. Um, so I then had to do a module at uni, which was about blog writing. So I was like, I'm going to write about Suffolk because, again, hopefully that will help me when I want to go into regional journalism. So that's what I did. I started my blog, which is See Suffolk, which is still going today. And um, I then went into regional journalism after uni and worked my way up there um, to become an editor. And at the same time, I was still running my um, blog as well on the side. So it was very, very busy. (laughs) um, But it all paid off in the end because people had started to come to me through my blog asking whether they could feature on it and whether their businesses could you know pay to be on there um so that it was at that point that I decided to leave my job to focus more on that um which is what I did but at the same time as doing that people would then say oh well how can I have a blog for my own website and how can I use social media to promote my business and because I could see what I was doing so yeah, the kind of the idea for my business, which is called Bloom Content Creation, came out of that business really. So it was kind of a, a double-edged um, business really. They kind of feed each other, which is really nice. Um, so yeah, it was quite an organic process, and I can kind of offer all the uh, services that I learned throughout my career working in journalism and marketing. So writing is definitely up your street then. This is something that you're passionate about. But it's great how your business has just evolved through a opportunity more than you sitting down thinking, okay, what can I do? You've created your business around questions that people coming to you and asking, can you do this or can you help me with this? That's 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 fantastic. What are some of the common stumbling blocks that you've come across or maybe other VAs you've noticed other VAs coming across? Um, that's a good question. I think pricing is always a challenge. Um, I think in any business, it's um, especially when you're starting out. Um, and I think as women as well, we ha- we really struggle to price what we think we are worth, <laughs> which you know is a whole thing in itself. Um, and yeah, I, I think especially with VAs, I mean, I don't think there's like any particular starting point as to say this is what you should charge or anything like that. And it's exactly the same with content writing. It's you have to work out how much you know you think your worth and you know how much your experience is worth never never kind of underestimate the fact that if you've got qualifications and if you've got experience and things that you know puts you above other people so Mm -hmm. yeah I think pricing is always a difficult one and a stumbling block for people because whenever when you're packaging something for a client you always forget like the admin time like the time that you're going to be doing emails the phone calls the zoom calls (laughs) 
and you almost have to factor that into your your packages um and if you go over that say you know this is the amount of time we have for meetings if it goes over this is the cost per hour or something um yeah i think that's a big one and uh, market having marketing time for yourself as well is, is a stub- <laughs> I still find this um I think I was speaking to Natalie about this we had worked out that I needed to have like half an hour each day before I even look at my own emails that's my own marketing time um yeah that's that's always difficult because you're so busy doing everybody else's jobs or mm-hmm. uh, you know client work that you never then have the time to do your own business development and your own self-development um so yeah, I would definitely recommend to people to try and build that into your week that you've got your own time to work on you and your business. It's a good idea. It's like mechanics never having time to work on their own cars, but they can work on everybody else's cars. And this is something that I have noticed with other VAs. They do say that they're so busy working, helping their clients, building their businesses that they forget that they've actually got to build their own as well so it's yeah. it's it's sort of like a it's getting that right balance in and finding the, the times yeah definitely so as you know <laughs> I'm a confidence coach yes so what when I say to you what does confidence mean to you what does that conjure up for you oh um I think being really um like sure of yourself and I don't know it's almost having that sort of thing about you that you don't really care like what other people think um you just you know you you do you that kind of motto (laughs) that's what I think confidence means in my head yeah so be be yourself and just just do you it sounds really good so tell me about your own confidence yeah, this is actually something I was speaking to someone last week about. Um, I had a meeting with them and they were talking about like my journey and how I got to where I was. And I think a lot of people probably don't know that at school I was incredibly shy. Um, like I wouldn't raise my hand in class and every single um, school report would say, Georgia was a very quiet student. <laughs> Um, and then my parents would read it and be like what <laughs> I don't understand so yeah I found it I, I mean I still do struggle with it now I, I found it very difficult to speak up in big groups um and yeah I think it's kind of come like you just have to do it as you get older and especially mm. through being in journalism and quite a competitive industry you have to learn how to speak up um otherwise you don't get heard and <laughs> you don't definitely progress um so yeah I, I think it's it's definitely been a journey for me and I wouldn't say I'm at the end of that journey there's still certain things that I still don't like doing like I used to absolutely hate making phone calls and I still don't like them but you you've got to do them now <laughs> um yeah it's just been very small steps of practicing mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. you get to the point where things that you used to really find difficult I, I can just do now like I never would have been able to do something like this before like just off the cuff I wouldn't have been able to start chatting <laughs> and thank you for <laughs> stepping out and, and doing it and yeah. having, you know embrace that this is something that you've learned yeah so what blocks do you still have in your confidence where do you feel that you still a bit stuck yeah this is something we've talked about before it's definitely that feeling of being like enough or doing enough I think um because I'm, I'm always one of those people that for their clients they I want to do the absolute most I can do to make them happy um rather than maybe just doing you know what I need to be doing <laughs> 
um so yeah I think feeling like um I'm doing enough and also very much like comparisons as well of, of what other people are doing and remembering that what they're showing that they're doing is not necessarily what they're doing mm-hmm. um yeah and I, I mean there's still other bits you know of confidence that you know it'd be great just to do more of these sort of things to get more confident about speaking and it's all just the more that you do I think the easier it gets I think mm. it is I mean things like this it's practice 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 it's yeah. you know cliche but it works so this is where you get to ask me any question about confidence. Oh, oh, um, oh, that's a really good one. I think if you've got any sort of top tips, maybe for people that are maybe quite shy, like I used to be, and how to get over that shyness. <laughs> okay, so this sort of falls under the shyness, but it also could be an introvertism as an introvert so when you say you were shy were you shy or do you think you were more introverted I I definitely think I'm an introvert in the respect that I need time to um like be by myself to recharge like I love being sociable but afterwards I'm exhausted (laughs) so you sound like more of a social introvert like you said you like to socialize but then you need time to recharge yeah you lose energy socializing, gain energy by being on your own, doing your own thing, whereas yeah. an extrovert is opposite. They gain energy from, you know, the boisterous crowds and all that, and they sort of lose energy being on their own. So it sounds like, so in, in the case of as an introvert is the tips would be to really know if you're an introvert or if you're shy because they're two different things, but often people mistake shyness for intro, uh, as somebody being an introvert. Right. So this is why I asked. So the things to do is if, you, if you're an introvert is to know what gives you energy, what you can do, what, what you really don't like doing. So in, in your case, you like to socialize, but then you, you balance your socialization. I mean, I know it's, it's, socializing is not happening as much as it has been but knowing okay I can do that one but maybe I shouldn't do that one Mm -hmm. so really start to think about what you're doing and don't feel bad if if you're not the the center of a big group it's okay to socialize at event and just talk to one or two people that's fine you don't have to talk to a huge crowd of people Mm -hmm. so that would be if you're an introvert with shyness, it is it is slightly different, and I'm not um, I don't I'm not as clued up with shyness as I am with introvertism. I think it's the right word. But with being shy, it might be why are you shy? Why is it an insecurity? Why you can't stand up and or socialize? Is it that you don't like to socialize? Is it that you not really done it so you're not sure of of how to do it so it might be worth looking at how what works for you what doesn't work and how you can really just slowly start to expand your your comfort zone in a way so it's just about really learning what works and that comes down to understanding who you are yeah and, and how you can then deal with different situations. But it's also the important thing is, is to push yourself again. It's not like, oh, well, that's how I am, so 
therefore I'm never going to socialize again because I'm an introvert. No, it's about finding a way that you can push yourself, push your boundaries, but push them in a way that just feels slightly uncomfortable, yeah, but not overwhelming. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Does that <laughs> help a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> take your time, take your time to think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think just um, just working, working hard. I mean, when I was at university, obviously working in creative industries, you've got to take all the kind of opportunities that you can get. And I guess that carries on through life as trying to say yes to the opportunities that are going to further your career or, you know, further where you want to get to in, in life. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the balance of that is not saying yes to everything that you're so exhausted. <laughs> you can't, can't do everything. Um, yeah, I guess that was probably a good one is just say yes to opportunities. Mm, that's good. Say yes to opportunities, but not just everything. Just really yeah. see which ones are resonate more or that really can benefit you. Yeah. So what top tip can you share with us today oh um i mean uh, do you want it to be sort of uh as in like um business wise or life any tip you feel the need to share it's it's (laughs) (laughs) um I mean, business-wise, I guess with social media, I'm always saying to people, um, try and engage as much as possible on social media and um, speak to your communities and really, you know, don't just post on social media and then leave Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, you're not going to create that real, um, you know, real community that's around your product or service. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of my top tip business-wise. And, yeah, personally... I guess just work hard, play hard. That's my only, <laughs> my only dip. <laughs> I like it. We get two for the price of one. I like that. I like that. And how can people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram mostly. I'm I'm hanging out on there most like 24-7. Um, so you can either look at my blog, which is C Suffolk, um, or Balloon Content Creation, all one word. And C Suffolk, that's S-E-E. Yes. As in S-E-E. Suffolk and not yeah. just ocean that's it yeah yeah <laughs> that's great and thank you so much for coming coming on today you've given us some really good advice is you know take up opportunities but don't just take every opportunity because you're just going to be exhausted yeah. and it's what it was a work hard and play hard I like that <laughs> but I also if you're building advice. a business good t- good advice uh, good tip is be engaging or engage with your community on social media, engage with people who've engaged with your posts and even other people's posts. Because like anything, when you engage, you build a tribe or a community or whatever it is that, that you are working on. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So I'd like to say thank you so much, uh, Georgia, for coming here and, um, and just being here and stepping out your comfort zone and doing something that's, challenges you a little bit but that's great and keep doing it keep challenging yourself because you are on a road to 
big things. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your time with us. And um, hopefully you've got some useful information. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye. I hope that you have enjoyed the session on the Virtual Hero series. Please feel free to share this with any virtual heroes that you know or who would be interested. If there's any topic that you would like me to cover, do let me know. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.